Hey everyone, and welcome to the Bible Breakdown Podcast. In this podcast, we will be breaking down the Bible one chapter a day. Whether you are a new believer or have been following Christ for a while, we believe that you will learn something new and fresh every single day. So thank you for joining us, and let's get into breaking down the Bible together. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Bible Breakdown Podcast with your host, Pastor Brandon. Today, 2 Samuel chapter 7, and today's title is A Long-Lasting Relationship with God. A Long-Lasting Relationship with God. I had this opportunity one time to go have dinner with this couple, and they had been married for 55 years. And it was amazing. It was amazing because they had such a way and a flow with one another that they were more than friends. They were more than spouses. It was almost like you couldn't tell, like when they would have a conversation and emotionally, you couldn't tell where one of them ended and the other one began. They, they just, their relationship was so deep and strong. And it has reminded me, you know, of, of not just what I wanted to be one day, but what I could have if I would stay the course and do the very best I could. Well, I know that's not always possible in every relationship, but it's kind of been my goal for a long time is that one day have that kind of long-term relationship with my spouse. But what's even more amazing is that's the kind of relationship that God is after when it comes to us. What I love about what we're going to read today is about how God is establishing that long-term generational relationship between God and David. And we're going to talk about that in just a moment. But as always, if you like what we're doing here, make sure you like, share, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Make sure you leave us a comment and the, um, on the five-star reviews you leave us for the podcast. And then as always, if you don't mind, I want you to go to the Facebook group, Bible Breakdown Discussion, where they're leaving some amazing content there as we just interact with God's Word together. And man, I'm telling you something, the more we dig, the more we find. And we're going to find that today in 2 Samuel chapter 7. So if you have your Bibles, want to open them up with me. Remember the overall idea of 2 Samuel. 1 Samuel was all about how God's providence despite our foolishness, which meant that even though we don't always know, God's got a plan, and he slowly nudges us in the right direction. Well, now in 2 Samuel, we find that God qualifies the cult, and he calls, calls all of us to do something for him in his kingdom, and it's all valuable, and it's all important, but then over time, he qualifies us. Well, what we're going to see today is David just loves the Lord. He's very aware that God is the source of his supply. God is the one who has empowered him to do all the things that he's doing, and so he wants to bless the Lord. That's something that is so important for all of us. When is the last time that you wanted to bless the Lord just because he's good? I don't know about you, but so many times I spend most of my time asking the Lord for things. God, will you do this? God, can you do this? Will you bless this? Will you answer this prayer? And that's fine. That's okay. But when is the last time you say, God, I don't want a thing. I just want to bless you. Well, we find that today in God's word with David. And watch how God responds and watch this long-lasting relationship that they established with one another. Let's read this together and just enjoy God's word as he speaks to us today. You ready? 2 Samuel chapter 7, verse 1. When King David had settled in his palace and the Lord had given him rest from all of his surrounding enemies, the king summoned Nathan the prophet and said, Look, David said to him, I'm living in a beautiful cedar palace, but the ark of God is out in some tent. And then David, or Nathan replied to the king, Go ahead and do whatever you have in your mind, for the Lord is with you. But that same night the Lord said to Nathan, Go tell my servant David, this is what the Lord declared. Are you the one to build a house for me to live in? 
I have never lived in a house. From the day I brought the Israelites out of Egypt until this very day, I have always lived and moved from one place to another in a tent and a tabernacle as my dwelling. Yet no matter where I have gone with the Israelites, I have never once complained to Israel's tribal leaders and shepherds of my people Israel. I've never asked them, why haven't you built me a beautiful cedar house? Now, go say to my servant David, this is what the Lord of heaven's armies declares. I took you from tending the sheep in a pasture and selected you to be the leader of my people Israel. I have been with you wherever you have gone, and I have destroyed all your enemies before your eyes. Now, I will make your name as famous as anyone who has ever lived on earth. I will provide a homeland for my people Israel, planting them in a secure place where they will never be disturbed. Evil nations won't oppress them as they have done in the past. Starting from the time I appointed the judges to rule over the people of Israel, I will now give you rest from all your enemies. Furthermore, the Lord declares that he will make a house for you, a dynasty of kings. For when you die and are buried with your ancestors, I will raise up one from your descendants, from your offspring, and I will make his kingdom strong. He is the one who will build my house, a temple for my name. I will secure, I will secure his royal throne forever. I will be his father and he will be my son. If he sins, I will correct and discipline him with a rod like any father would do. But my favor will not be taken away from him as I took it away from Saul, whom the Lord removed from your sight. Your house and your kingdom will continue before me all this time, and your throne will be secure forever. So Nathan went back to David and told him everything the Lord had said in this vision. And then King David went in and sat before the Lord and prayed, Who am I, O sovereign Lord? What is my family that you have brought me this far? And now, Sovereign Lord, in addition to everything else, you speak of giving me, your servant, a lasting dynasty? Do you deal with everyone this way, O Sovereign Lord? What more can I say to you? You know that what your servant is really like, O Sovereign Lord. Because your promise, according to your will, you have done all these great things and have made them known to your servant. How great you are, O Sovereign Lord. There is no one like you. We have never even heard of another God like you. What other nation on earth is like your people Israel? What other nation, O God, have you redeemed from slavery to be your own people? You have made a great name for yourself when you redeemed your people from Egypt. You performed awesome miracles and drove out the nations and gods that stood in your way. You made Israel your own, very own people forever. And you, O Lord, became their God. And now, Lord your God, I am your servant. Do as you have promised concerning me and my family. Confirm it as a promise that will last forever. And may your name be honored forever so that everyone will say, The Lord of heaven's armies is God over Israel. And may the house of your servant David continue before you forever. O Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, I have been bold enough to pray this prayer to you because you have revealed all of this to your servant, saying, I will build a house for you, a dynasty of kings. For you are God, O sovereign Lord. Your words are truth. And you have promised these things to your servant. And now may it please you to bless the house of your servant that you may continue forever before you. For you have spoken. And when you grant a blessing to your servant, O sovereign Lord, it is an eternal blessing. Wow. I want to tell you three things about that. And then we're going to pray. First of all, what God was telling him is twofold. Number one is he was telling him that he was going to have an earthly dynasty that was going to last. And even until this day, 
the Israelites can still track and trace the family of David. The second thing was, is the eternal kingdom. He was actually talking about what eventually would be Jesus. Because Jesus was born in the line of David. And the third thing that is very interesting is you notice how it says about halfway through there that David went and sat before the Lord and prayed. Well, a lot of scholars will tell us that what happened during this time is that David didn't have the full tabernacle set up. They had what they called the tent of David. And it was a much smaller tent where David could come in and go out. And he wasn't allowed to touch the ark. He wasn't allowed to do those things, of course, but he could go in and sit close to it. And according to tradition, what David would do is he would wait until the sun was about to set. And when the sun would shine over the ark, it would cast a shadow. And as it would cast a shadow, what David would do is he would go and he would sit in that shadow. And that's where we have, I believe it's Psalm 91, that says, Though who sit in the shadow under your wings. It's amazing to realize that David loved the Lord so much that just to sit in the shadow of the wings of the cherubim was a blessing. And so many think that what he did was when he sat before the Lord, he went and got under that shadow, got as close to the Lord as he possibly could, and he started to pray, thank you, God, so much for being good to me. Can I tell you, that's the kind of relationship that God wants to have with me and with you. He is not just interested in accomplishing things. He wants a lasting relationship. Can I say this with all respect? God doesn't need you. He doesn't need me to accomplish his will in this earth. He has chosen us to partner with him. Therefore, life is not about how you succeed. It's about who you become in the process. And it's about a lasting relationship with God. And the longer we serve him, the more we realize it really is all about him. And it becomes about bringing glory to the Lord. And we start to see that and start to notice that God gets the glory and amazing things happen. Can I tell you? God loves you. And he wants an everlasting relationship with you. Let's pray together. God, thank you so much that you love us in this way. Thank you, God, that you're for us more than we can imagine. You're with us more than we can imagine. I pray today, God, that we'll experience your presence. Let us find ourselves wanting to get into your presence under the shadow of your wings. Help us, Lord, to maybe have a time where we don't ask for anything, but we just say thank you, God, for loving us the way you do. We celebrate you today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, God's word says the promise he made in this chapter, 2 Samuel chapter 7, he says, your house and your kingdom shall endure before me forever. That's what God wants. He wants an eternal relationship with you. You have been called. You have been qualified to do great things for him. But most importantly, you have been called to have a lasting relationship with God. I love you. I'll see you tomorrow for 2 Samuel chapter 8.